All right, hello. Yeah, we're back live at RMPA, and we're here with Erica and Jen uh, to talk about their research on indigenous perspectives of mental health. And so I'm going to start by letting you introduce yourselves, who you are, where you're from, uh, and then um, tell us a bit about your research. Hi, uh, my name is Erica, and I am a six-year student in the clinical and counseling program at Utah State University. Um, I'm a member of the Klingit and Oglala Lakota tribes. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Jennifer Yazzie. I am a part of the Navajo Nation. I am a second year in the Combined Clinical Counseling Psychology Program at Utah State. It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, no, thank, thank you for talking with us. Um, so I saw this, this uh, you know, kind of looking through who was doing presentations and like who we could try to get in touch with. Mm -hmm. And um, there, there's a, a good theme here of indigenous perspectives of mental health and mm -hmm. a lot of students, do, students doing posters and, and whatnot. And so I was very excited to reach out to you guys. We have a, a large uh, indigenous uh, student population at our university, which is a lot of the universities in the Southwest. And so I think it's an important thing to talk mm -hmm. about. So why don't you tell us about like what, what you guys were looking at and sort of what you what you found or what um, what you focused on in your research? Well, it was a qualitative study. Um, so what we did is we held sharing circles, which is a indigenous research methodology that's similar to focus groups, and it's also very similar to talking circles, which is you know like a cultural way that we come together to share information, you know, discuss important things, you know, and make sure that everybody has a chance to be heard. So that's why we ended up going with sharing circles. So we had about 26 participants come, um, and we focused on different questions about mental health, you know, and people were sharing a lot about some of the different challenges of, you know, mental health, how pervasive it is. Um, people also talked about the theme of walking in two worlds and, you know, the challenges of you know, having to code switch in between cultures, you mm -hmm. know, being in education and then being home with your community and some of the different expectations of that and the pressure that that can cause. I'd just like to mention this was like um, Erica's thesis um, or research. And so um, I was just kind of helping in any way that I could. And um, one of the things that I think that we focused a lot on when it came to um, presenting was we focused a lot on what the students said. Um, so we read direct quotes from them. And I think being able to give them give that voice um, in this way, I think is very uh, meaningful and very impactful. I think that ultimately, you know, their words matter. And mm -hmm. so we we definitely wanted to make sure that we uh, encapsulated that in in our talk yesterday. Oh, that's so important. Yeah. So I, I have several. Um, <clears throat> I'm at the Farmington Center of our university, and so we have a larger, um, specifically Navajo um, population there. So, and so many of my students talk about this and how tough it is, and how well am I, you know, accepted here or, or not there? And so, um, I really appreciate that you all are doing this because it's it's needed, and there are so many students who really um, this will resonate with. I, I agree. I think that, you know, it is really important. And, you know, yes. like Jen said, I think listening to people is one of the most important things that we can do and hear the stories that yes. people are sharing about their mental health. Um, mm -hmm. 
So yeah, we were really interested in this research as a way to kind of promote cultural competence, you know, and the way that we approach therapy whenever we're working with Native clients. Um, and I think that just listening to people and asking, you know, what do you need, you know, and how can we be there for you? Um, that's one of the most important things that we can do. And that's one of the things that we were hoping to do with this research. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if you can maybe highlight some of your findings on that, like code switching, because, uh, I've got, uh, every semester I teach research methods. I have at least one or two students who like, they want that to be their project. Yes. They want to talk about like that living in two worlds or, or kind of existing in two spaces. So whether it's a, um, uh, a student from a more like uh, a kind of traditionally Hispanic household, or if we're talking about like an indigenous student who has to navigate those spaces, the kind of cultural space and then the academic space. And then, um, and then this kind of project allows them to kind of see what research is there and then they can't find a ton um right. especially if they're looking at it from that, that indigenous perspective and so um if you can like highlight a little bit of what you found regarding like what students were talking about and how they kind of they struggle um or how they they maybe um overcome some of those um struggles with with code switching and, and doing that yeah i think that it is a lot of pressure you know and it is difficult. I think especially whenever you think about the Western education system and, you know, just Western culture in particular, um, it's very linear, you know, so one thing after another, you know, that's the way that we understand things. Um, but with a lot of Native tribes, you know, their cultures are more cyclical and you focus on connections. And so that's a different way of writing. That's a different way of, you know, understanding the world. Um, oral traditions is you know, something that we really focus on and, you know, in Western academia, like we really focus on the written word. Mm -hmm. And so I think some of that are, you know, some challenges. So having to learn new ways of learning, you know, and adapt to that while also staying true to, you know, the teachings of their ancestors and respecting their culture. So I think that it adds a lot of pressure. Um, I think one of the things that can really help is finding community, you know, mm -hmm. in an academic space, you know, having people that you can talk to and who will understand you and having like kind of a space where you don't have to constantly, you know, code switch, right. you know, and have support too, so that you can see that, you know, who you are and your traditions are good and useful, you know, in this realm as well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just sort of add in there that like I, at Utah State we do have um, like that's something that we focus on a lot right like um, we have like a, a program called Mesas and that is basically um, mentoring and supporting Native students that go to uh, Utah State mm. schools so we work with students at Blanding um, in Blanding Utah and then as well as students um, in Logan and so that part of like community is what we focus on a lot. We make sure that uh, we are able to support Native students, who, especially those who are like very far from home. Um, I mean, for me, from where I live to Logan is nine hours. And so, um, and there are a lot of other Native students, like Navajo students who go to Logan. And Logan is so different from uh, anything on the res. Mm -hmm. And so um, we really like to focus a lot on community and being supportive and we host talking circles um and that gives students an opportunity to um be able to 
like navigate, continue to navigate what those two worlds are and like how to um, balance them. And so I think that's something that we really, we really care about. And that's something we've been working on for a couple years now. I guess it's the last question. Like normally we'd ask something with methodology, but I think maybe a maybe a better question that's that's in my head is um, we have programs like like you said you have Mesa. We we have some similar like uh, student organizations, and we have some faculty who are very involved in like um, working with our um, uh, traditionally underrepresented students. Um, but is there something that you can maybe see as like, you know, like if that's a good first step, like what's maybe the next step or what's maybe something that we could pass along to faculty that are listening, that are students that listen um, on what like what like I could do in the classroom better or what they could do in the classroom better to be just a little more aware. Because I mean, we could do like faculty development training and that like only goes so far. Or, you know, hey, here's a PowerPoint, a little quiz to take to be like culturally sensitive. Um, but is there something that, that maybe we can be more, I guess, conscious or aware of when it comes to working with our indigenous students or our, our underserved student populations that you've kind of learned from this project that you'd like to pass on? Uh, well, I think in, you know, I think Jen can talk about this as well, but we do have a cultural competence course for faculty about working with indigenous students. Um, so, yeah, that is something that we offer at Utah State. Um, our advisor, Melissa Teehe, um, she developed it, and so that's been really helpful. And I think one of the biggest takeaways from that course is really focusing on those connections and listening, you know, and being there to support Native students. I think um, because whenever a lot of Indigenous peoples are talking or learning or, you know, really trying to give respect to somebody, there's not a lot of eye contact being made. And I think that in the classroom, you know, professors will see that and think, you know, oh, you know, this student's disengaged, you know, they aren't trying to learn, but the fact of the matter is it's actually the opposite, you know, it means that they're paying far more attention because they're not making eye contact. And so I think maybe being familiar with that, you know, and if something's going on and maybe there's a student that's not doing as well as you would hope, you know, even reaching out and seeing what you could do to support that student mm-hmm. could make a tremendous impact. Yes. Yeah, just to add on to that, I think that um, when you were sort of asking about um, what you could do and what students can do, I think that immediately I thought of the cultural competence training. Mm-hmm. I think that that gives you an idea of, um, it, it's basically a scenario in which uh, there is a student who needs to go home um, because Uh, family needs them and that student doesn't know how to talk to the professor about I need to leave and it's from these different perspectives and I think that like that really gives people sort of a different perspective in seeing a situation Um, and um, seeing like you know a native student is trying to you know be a good student but also has no idea how to communicate with um, someone who um, a faculty member or a professor like right. it's intimidating and so um, I really think that is very helpful um, I don't know how 
how likely it would be to be able to have that be more like widely disseminated mm -hmm. um, to other universities and stuff like that. But that's something that we do at Utah State. Um, and then as for students, I think that like, again, trying to find that support, um, I, or it's, it's very difficult um, just, you know, I think we've experienced that ourselves, like going to a college and being away from home, um, trying to find out like where your people are and stuff. And sometimes that requires a lot more uh, effort on your part to like yeah. look at, th look up things, find a group. Um, and all I can say is, is that uh, once you find it, it's, it's a group of people that I think you're gonna hold on to for a very long time. Well, thank you so much um, for, for sharing this with us. And um, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you again. <laughs> I just can't say thank you enough. Yeah. Um, thank yeah, you it for was having a pleasure. Thank you both. Right. Yes, yeah. thank you.